Tonight on the show, this ain't no company picnic. This ain't no kindergarten. This is Reform School Girls. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. Young lady, I should throw this at you and sentence you as an adult. But since this is your first offense, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. I am sending you to reform school. Welcome to our country club, ladies. This is the last stop on your tour. operated by an evil and sadistic female warden. Meow. Meow. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So, was your background with this movie that I introduced it to you? Oh, no. I oh. saw this when I was, like, okay. 14. Thank God. All right. I actually blame this movie as to, like, why I went to prison. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> That this movie, like, really solidified my need to be encamped with all sexy bad girls and have pillow fights. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Prison is not, like, reform school girls, and I really wish somebody would have told me before <laughs> I showed up. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you saw this when you were 14. And did you own it at any point? Or is this the first, like, did you have, like, a VHS copy of it? Or I think I taped it off USA Up all night. <laughs> with, you know, Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like I had it on a VHS, and I feel like I kept it hidden. Mm-hmm. So, like, nobody knew what was on there. You know, it was like yep. Full House Episode 7 or whatever. Right. <laughs> but it right. was really... But, yeah, and then I bought it Uh when it came out on DVDs, and then, you know, I left it somewhere, and now you just bought it for me for my birthday. That's right. That's true, yes. So, I I saw it on USA Up all night. I never, I've never, the, the, whatever, the uncut version was not till way later. And I saw enough of it on USA Up all night to be like, I really need to see the original of this, whatever, you know, the, the unadulterated cut. And I, but I really liked it. It was one of those movies where like they did, so they showed like Vice Academy was on at 11. And then when it was over, Reform School Girls was the 1am-er, was like the 1am movie. And I remember watching it and just being like, this is awesome. Whatever this is. Cause it was so like over the top and ridiculous and dramatic and all of these things. And I thought like, this is a really cool movie, but I really loved the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack blew my mind. And I didn't know anything about Wendy O. Williams. My dad knew about Wendy O. Williams because she was in Playboy. Ah, yeah. And that's how, that's, that. he was like, oh, I know who Wendy O. Williams is. <laughs> yeah, I did not know who Wendy O. Williams was. I knew the soundtrack rocked. I knew that the movie wasn't 
good, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. No. But I knew I loved it. Right. And right. I wanted to watch that all the time. And I, I was pretty sure I was a lesbian. Like, oh. yeah, I was just like, oh, we got a dominatrix kind of feel. Like, I haven't had mm-hmm. sex yet, but I was just like, this <laughs> is where I am headed. I was, yeah, now I'm heterosexual and prison's not like that. Reform school girls really betrayed me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because when they first go into the reform school, Pride More Academy, Pride when More they Academy. when they go in there, it looks like a Motley Crue video. Yeah, like as soon as they open those doors, everyone is wearing male order lingerie, you know, and the high hair, and high hair, Aquanet fever. It's just wild. They're throwing panties on the new girls. I know. And I oh my like, god. And they go to the one girl's bed and it's just tampons hanging down yeah. and, and mutilated Barbie dolls. <laughs> which is just fabulous. It's yeah. just great. And then of course we're supposed to buy that like Charlie, the girl who's in charge of, you know, runs the pod. Runs the pod is She's supposed pod to be boss. supposed to be it's supposed to be seventeen yeah. since they're all seventeen. And she's, you know, 36. Yeah. <laughs> she had a real hard 17 years. She was a hard 17. Yeah. It was a yeah. hard 17. She was definitely gonna graduate um, out soon. However, speaking of age inappropriateness, so Linda Carroll, who plays Jenny, this the lead, right? Her birthday, according to IMDb, is 1970, which means that she was 15 when she made this movie. A betting woman, but I'm gonna say that that she lied on her resume because because I even asked Pablo. I was yeah, like, no, can you see her titties? I was like, can you be naked? Because oh, she's yeah. bush. Oh yeah, because remember she oh, gets yeah. she because she gets she gets uh, she gets hosed. Yeah. <laughs> And then they get de-loused. De- 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 de-loused. Yeah. And she has to get naked several times in this film. And 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 she's, yeah, she's yeah. totally naked. And so I was like, ah, da, da, da. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel very uncomfortable right now. Cause... I think, no, I think she <laughs> lied. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's like a Tracy Lord situation where she like, you know, pulled one over on everybody. And like, right. I think she's just lying. I, I literally think she was probably born in the 60s. Because if you watch that movie, she looks like she's like 20. I, I yeah, no, I Maybe definitely 21. thought, yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought early 20s yeah. watching her. So yeah. I'm I'm comfortable she's with she's a born, liar. She's probably born in 65. Yeah. Most likely. She was born in 65, so. And yeah, I'm not like, you know, gunning for you, Jenny. If you're listening, I right. have no problem. I just don't want to be put yeah. in that weirdo Which category. I just don't think that they, I, I don't think that that would have been able to be released. I mean, if we can't get a copy of like Song of the South anymore, I doubt we would get, be able to have a copy of like Reform School Girls featuring full frontal teenage yeah. nudity. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing at all. I mean, I, I mean, I asked Pablo, I'm like, that's not right, is it? And he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I go, that's like illegal, right? He goes, <laughs> Even if their mother signed a release. Right. Welcome I was, to Hollywood. Right? I was yeah. thinking that too. That was the other thought I had was like, well, maybe it was a release situation. And it's like, no, because the background with Linda Carroll is that she was dating a very famous mobster named Dennis Lepore. 
And Dennis Lepore bought her a, basically a one-way plane ticket to Hollywood. And was like, you know, go pursue your dream, you That's know. a nice mobster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good for you, so Dennis Lepore. I doubt he's dating a 15-year-old. But you know what? I mean, people do things differently in the mob world. But I will go on record as say that she lied on her resume. Okay. <laughs> so that none of us feel right, seedy yeah. about this movie. I don't want to burn my new copy. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. So she, yeah. So obviously she, she plays, you know, a lot, whatever. She, she plays someone who's supposed to be 17, quote. They're all supposed to be 17. According to the director, Tom De, Tom DeSimone basically created this because he had done a couple of other, like, women in prison movies that weren't that popular. Right. And... He wanted to make this as sort of a retort, you know, like, a, like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to make this movie where all these women are, like, they kind of rise up, and they're very strong characters, and, you know. Oh, good for you, Tom DeSimone. 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 Sounds like another so, Yeah, you know, what's funny is this movie, like, cast-wise, this movie has a major Friday the 13th connection. Okay, so... In the group of <laughs> six degrees of six degrees of Friday, Friday the thirteenth, yeah. Okay. So, so in Charlie's group, uh, Winnie Williams' crew, she's got Fish and she's got Knox. Okay, Fish is she's got like crazy teeth, red hair. She's goth and really pale. Yeah, you know, and she's like, yeah, Charlie, the rookie's giving you the eye. You know. And then, of course, Charlie's like, well, don't cause nothing to look. She's so, so cool. She's played by Tiffany Helm. Okay, Tiffany Helm plays Violet in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. She's the one who's like, she's in the halfway house and she's doing the weird robot dance. Oh. And then Jason comes up behind her. Yeah. Yeah, dead. So that's Knox. Or Fish, rather. So Knox is the is played by Darcy DeMoss who is like she's wearing like a she's wearing like a black negligee and then like uh-huh. plastic pants or something yeah. like so sexy and the really awesome earring Rings. that's like this big yeah, yeah. Darcy DeMoss is all fucking awesome she is one of the girlfriends in Friday the 13th part 6 Jason Lives so she actually she's the one who has sex with the guy in the Winnebago it's like the basically the, the shortest sex scene ever, you know? Well, uh, well you know. It's the 80s. She's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, just till the song's over. And he's like, what? Yeah. Anyway, she gets killed, she gets killed in the Winnebago. So she's, she's also one of, one of Wendy Williams' crew with the, with the marks, with the, with the marks on their butts. And I don't see nothing. I don't see no marks. <laughs> I don't see Claudia. no marks and neither, neither do you. you. <laughs> So Claudia was my bitch though. I love you know what? I gotta say this. Claudia Claudia is probably my favorite character. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love Charlie. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm I mean, obviously Team Wendy Williams all the way and she 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 takes that movie and runs with it all the way to the end of the film. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, she, she carries. She really does. Yeah. She really but, absolutely Yeah, no, Claudia does. was easily, like, the best But Claudia character. is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted to, ha- I mean, I was definitely going to be one of Charlie's girls if given the option. Like, who are we kidding? <laughs> but, like, in my heart of hearts, I wish I could have been in Claudia's crew. Right, right. And had all, like, that heart and yeah. dedication Body and morality. And yeah. Right? I didn't have have any of that till like two years ago so (laughs) (laughs) 
And by then, yeah. you were way out of the jail system. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> so. And now that I knew that prison wasn't like reform school girls, I was like, meh. Yeah, like, oh, that doesn't, that's not good. Yeah, it's Rah. not good. But yeah, no, totally would have been one of Charlie's girls. So, let's see. Okay, so Wendy o. Williams was born Wendy Orleans uh-huh. Williams. She was actually born in Rochester, New York in 1949, May 28th. She left home to pursue, she was 16 years old, actually, when she left home. And she left home really to pursue a more authentic life. So, she didn't leave home because she had a fucking creepy kid tetry stepdad or because she was, you know, her parents sucked or anything right. like that. She just... Left home because she felt like the life that she had there in Rochester just wasn't her her life. life. She wanted something that was more authentic. She wanted something that was truer to herself. And she wanted to live her truth. So... As someone that has been to Rochester, I definitely (laughs) understand how you could feel that Uh, way. Once again, to our Rochester fans out there, we, we respect you. and Yeah. But, you know, if you moved, nobody would, it would question. I've never, like I said, never been to Rochester. I I know nothing about it, but apparently... It's she, cold, it's boring, and what you do there is you eat a garbage plate, which is delicious, but you can't live on it. What's a garbage plate? Oh, it's everything. Is it? I mean... Yeah, it's like sausage and <laughs> potatoes. And and, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's carb central <laughs> with, like, gravy and cheese. I oh, mean, my yeah. God! Yeah, okay. delicious, but you have a heart attack halfway through. Wow. But, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. It, which is, okay, so that brings up a really interesting point about Wendy Williams, which is that she was a vegetarian. Oh, yeah, nothing to eat for her there. No. She was on, <laughs> she was like a, she she became a macrobiotic cook, and I looked it up, and because I, I had to look up macrobiotic, and it's basically someone who eats grains, fruits, and vegetables. So it's kind of it's kind of vegan. And of course, I'm sure all the fucking microbiotics will come after me. But it, it, it's it's kind of vegany. But it's I think there's some dairy in there. But yeah, she didn't eat. She flat out was like a total vegetarian, a big animal rights person. You know, without being all. You know, PETA. Not to insult our PETA, PETA fans. PETA fans out there. I know, right? We're just, we're, we're just a big Rochester's old, down. Yeah, PETA's, PETA's down. down. We're just a big cancel c- cancellation buffet here. Yeah. Okay. So she took many different types of jobs while she was trying to figure out what she wanted to do. She was a lifeguard in Florida. She was a macrobiotic cook in London. And she was also part of a, like, theater troupe. You know, so she did a lot of, like, theatrical-type things. She did not smoke, drink, or do drugs. Good for you, Wendy O. Williams. I know! It's crazy! She was the first woman on the cover of Kerrang! magazine, which apparently was, like, a rock and roll magazine. But at the same time, she was also on the cover of Vegetarian Times. So she was, you know, this, this, like, had this sort of badass... Yeah, she was a force. Anti-authoritarian, you know, like, Mm -hmm. she she was anti-establishment. She had all that, but that she was also a friend to the animals, a gentle person. You know, she she kind of, she's like a walking contradiction in a lot of ways. She was also a Grammy nominated for Best Female Rock Vocal, which she lost out to Tina Turner. Tina's rock? I yeah I know that like, was a, that was a thinker right that was a thinker that was must have been the year that she came out with like what's love got to do with it and like, that was also considered but I mean this is the same yeah the, the Grammys are the same establishment 
that gave Jethro Tull a the Grammy album instead of Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> we're not exactly. Yeah. They're they're yeah, whatever. Fuck, fuck you, the Grammys. Grammys. But again, not to offend any Grammys. <laughs> Any, any Grammy members out there? That's we apologize for that. To issue just a series of apologies at the end of this. So her partner for 22 years was a Yale graduate by the name of Rod Swenson, and Rod Swenson and her formed the Plasmatics. That was Woo-woo! their exactly. That was their that was their band, and the band was you know specifically created so that they could you know creatively express themselves and it was a you know like a like a meld between metal and punk which yeah. wasn't uh, which wasn't done at the time because apparently punk people hated metal people and yeah. metal people hated punk people so yeah she had yeah she was i think i think they actually put her in like thrash metal cuz she was like yeah. too yeah she wasn't like metal enough for metal, oh, God, but she great. was more metal than the punk heads would deal with. So it was just like, we have created like thrash and you, you can go be over here. And she jogged, swam and lifted weights every day. In fact, on the set of Reform School Girls, she did over 200 push-ups a day. Good for her. I know. I know. It's like, dude. I can't even do like one push up. So that's nuts. And I mean, if you watch this movie, her body looks Woo! like you could grate cheese on her abs. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, or, could, I mean, yeah. Her whole, her everything yeah. is, I mean, she is a chiseled out of marble. Streamlined body. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I mean, I. So I, yeah, if you go and see this movie and you have the, you know, sound off. You will know who Charlie is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You just look for, like, tan, boobs, boots, uh-huh. which she apparently wore, like, on the set at all times, even in the shower scene, she's wearing her boots, yeah, which she I is. love, yeah. which I think is just fantastic. Let's see. where and, and it even comes through in when she went and did her solo album, when she went and did Wow, which was produced by... Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley of KISS. Which is funny because KISS is like the antithesis of what Wendy O'Williams stood for. Wendy O'Williams stood for, you know, women who were not objects. Right. They were very, she was very much anti-misogyny. She was very much about like, you know, this is who I am and I can rock hard. And it's not like, you know, like you rock hard for a girl. It's like, no. Yeah. And she was like like, naked all the time. All the time. Like, don't sexualize me even though I'm naked. Learn right. how to control yourself. I'm not here for you. Right. Like, way before that way was before a that was thing. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Way before. Way yeah. before. So. It's like, you don't wear any clothes, Wendy. Yeah. That has yeah. nothing to do with you. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, she's so it's, cool. So, they actually, they, they, they actually put, like, scrambled messages on their albums. And if you played one of them backwards, it said, the brainwashed do not know they are brainwashed. Like, genius stuff. I mean, really, really just super, super smart. And even in her lyrics to It's My Life, which is such a great song, yeah, and is so also good. the closing song of Reform School Girls. Yeah, you know, the riot. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, there's yeah, a riot. Yeah, great, great song. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's got like, what, what, where would I want, gonna do what I like, and to hell with fame. 
Those are little, those are like actual lyrics from that song. And the establishment found her very threatening at the time because here was this woman who was secure in her sexuality, who didn't really conform to gender norms Mm -hmm. at that time. She was very much like, she was like, she was butch, she was femme, she was, you know, I mean, all of it. Like, she even says it in the movie, you know. Yeah. I'm all the stud you need. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. So, so yes, unfortunately we did lose her. She had, uh, she suffered from tremendous amounts of depression and and she tried to kill herself several times before she actually succeeded. And when they found her, they found little like shells of nuts. She had been feeding squirrels outside. She wanted, she wanted to end her life in a place that was peaceful for her. And that was among the animals in which she raised. So, yeah, dude, she's, yeah. April of 1998. So, <sighs> rest in peace, our queen. All right, the rest of these freaks, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can't leave right. us there, man. I know, right? I know. <laughs> Woo! Okay, yeah. okay. So we got Sybil Danning as Sutter. And everyone knows Sybil Danning as, well, she's in several, she's in several, you know, women in prisons movies, but she's also in The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. She's in Malibu Express. And she's kind of just like a, she's also a hard body. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I hate to, (laughs) I I hate to call into, you know, one of the other titles of our show, but (laughs) she too is a hard body. Thank you. Because she has that like insane body however in this movie she is totally Totally covered covered up yeah Um, in fact when they did the comment cards at the end of the first screening people's comments mostly men of course were you know Sybil Danning didn't show her tits why didn't Sybil Danning show her tits where were Sybil's tits tits covered underneath her like black dominatrix and riding crop like riding outfit like she looked like She looked like a German drill sergeant who was going to go riding later. Yeah. That's what she looked like. (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Fantastic. She's just fantastic. So rounding out the cast as far as matrons are concerned, there is... Edna! Edna! Some of the girls call me Eddie. Edna. Edna played by Pat Ast. Okay, so fun fact. When I first saw this movie on Reform, uh, on, on Up All Night, when I saw Reform School Girls on Up All Night, I thought that Edna was a man. I thought that was a divine situation. Oh. I did. I thought yeah. it was like a John Waters uh-huh. character actor type. Nope. <laughs> so Pat Ast was actually a model back in the day in New York City for a fashion, a very famous fashion designer named Halston which people in the fashion world know who he is because he designed shit tons of dresses and all kinds of stuff. And I guess he apparently designed the pillbox hat that Jackie O wore and that that oh. made him, that was his that, claim. That, yeah, yeah. That, that was the piece. That was his huge claim to fame. So. I was wondering how I knew that because, you know, I don't yeah. No. <laughs> I, like, I was like, why do I even know that? Like, right. I, they had Austin. a perfume. I like, yes. I know this. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yes, exactly. Why do I know this? Yeah. No. No. So, so Halston had her as part of his crew and she, what she used to work at one of his boutiques and she would tell people these clothes are so good. They even look good on me. 
because oh, Pat Ask so was a was a bigger woman. Uh-huh. You know. And so Such a good line. A great line. And then Andy Warhol took notice of her. She became part of the factory which is his crew of actors. And he put her in a movie called Heat. Not to be confused with the Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer film. Yeah, she's on, not in she's that. She's not in that. This should have been. This is kind of a, a kinky movie because uh-huh. it's an Andy Warhol movie. Right. So it's going to be kinky. <laughs> it's going to be weird. But so she did that. And then, you know, roles just kind of dried up. She, she, did some, she did some Broadway stuff and whatever, but she was not really meant to be an actress. And it's said in the commentary in this movie of this movie that like she would not remember her lines to the point that they had to tape her lines on index cards and they had to place them in different areas in the scene and then they had to shoot her and try to make it look like she was not looking at the cards right yeah exactly so so not known for her acting ability acting ability Mm -hmm. but Every scene Edna does, besides she commands the, she commands the yeah. room. She's she's chewing up scenery like a vicious pit bull. Yeah. She is like in it to win it, and yeah, she's, she's larger she than life. Yeah, she's fantastic. <clears throat> she's yeah, really she holds her own against Wendy O. Right. Who it, I mean, as right. soon as she's on screen, like that's all you see. Absolutely. And when the two of them have to interact together, oh my it is, god, you know, it's great. What's going on there, Edna? You were queen mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what does she say? Oh, oh, oh. It's over, Charlie. You're just a stupid kid from Cleveland. Cleveland. A shit stain on the panties of life. In which everyone was just like, oh my god. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Ah, yes. So that... You should know about my panties being that you're in them every night. night. She's like, hey, no, you lick them every night. And everyone's head exploded. Yeah. So. So, one of the one of the best quotes I regarding Wendy O. Williams was that she lived a life of authenticity few can rival. And I really love that because part of the reason why I love this movie is that there's a rebellious nature to it. Very obviously. Much, yeah. So there's a there's a really uncomfortable sex scene in this movie, <laughs> like so uncomfortable. Which is when Jenny decides she's making eyes at the truck driver who has driven them all out to do work detail. And he never got a name, right? No, no. Okay. Creepy trucker guy. Yeah. 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 Called him Randy. Kevin Cronin got hit in the face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yep. So with like a little bit of Billy Squire. Just like a little. (laughs) Just a little Squire. A little little pinch. A little pinch of Squire. So she decides she's going to. She's going to have sex with him and then convince him to take her away from this place. Right. So. Well, initially she, she wanted him to take her away. Right. And then and I'll then give I, it and up. Then, and then she was going to have sex yeah. with him in one of, quote, those motels. Yeah. And he's that, like, man, yeah, let's, let's just do it. It's here. great. <laughs> I've never, right. I've never done it in a truck before. I've done it plenty. Yeah. I'm like, well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. I do it all the time in here. Yeah. You know, with my candles and my creepy wine oh. or whatever the hell that yeah, is. Yeah, weird whiskey bottle. Whiskey one, bottle! Oh yeah. Okay. One, one candle in a flatbread wooden truck the military uses. <laughs> yeah, like it was, yeah. It looks like the truck that's in Day of the Dead. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like one of the military trucks from Day of the Dead. So, 
So, anyway. So yeah, he's not the he's kind of guy so you want. so disgusting. Wanted. Oh, God. So. No offense to you, Randy, and, uh, if you're listening. Way, uh, rest in peace, buddy, because thankfully we can talk shit about him all we want. He's dead. <laughs> Sorry if you made family, Randy. But that we, actor, we, done. We, we don't would, need to worry about it. We would have not had <clears throat> sex with you to get out of prison. No. No. <clears throat> oh, my God. So she convinces, she's, she's trying to convince him to take her to, you know, a motel or whatever. And then, and he's like, well, he's like, I can make you feel real good here in this van or whatever, this truck. And then, and do you, then. Do you, know, you hear the carnival line? Yeah. Oh, the carnival line. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to play cart? Do you want to play, play carnival? carnival? And she's like, what's that? Hee <laughs> hee. And he's like, you sit so on my face and I'll guess your what? weight. <laughs> You never heard that? (laughs) (laughs) Once again, because he's that old. Yeah. Apparently that was was the big line. That's a big pickup line from the 70s. But also, to point out, we're like, I mean, my skin is crawling from that line anyway. But then he never even goes down on her at all. No, no. Which I was like, okay, that's like gross. She's like, I can't get back into the dorms. Will you take me with you? And he's like, you think I wouldn't? And she's like, please. And he's like, end of the, to the end of the line. And then they like, fuck, basically. And then he blows out a candle. Oh, no, nay. He yeah. spits out uh, a oh, candle. Yeah. Classy Randy. Dude, fucking classy. I classic was like, Randy. It's a classic Randy. We're just calling, by the way, just for anyone who's fact-checking us on this, we're just calling him Randy. He, he has looks no like a name. Randy. Yeah, he has no name in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Randy. Dude in truck. Okay. Not insulting anyone named Randy. So, <laughs> right. So this asshole pulls up to the gate and tells the and then tells the uh, sergeant whatever and the guard he says guard yeah guy. he's like i had to had to make a deposit <laughs> he's like i got something for you in the back yeah and he you can tell that this happens all the time because that guard looks at him like fucking really yeah again yeah really cuz yeah initially the guard was like yeah just yeah, you know go right. on through no big deal and, and he's then, like <laughs> Yeah, there's something in the back for you. And the guard's like, uh, the amount of paperwork right, over your right. dick sucks. <laughs> like, why do you still work here? You should really be fired. The amount of paperwork over your dick. I can't. Oh my god, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Just unacceptable. So, unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Anyway, so poor... <laughs> Poor Jenny has been caught. So she starts screaming and she gets out of the truck. She screams at him and they're they're running after her. The air and sirens are going, uh-huh. you know, and so it's it's a, it's a it's a break. There's been a break. So it's she, a to do. So she gets it back in and she gets thrown into isolation. Isolation where she gets rubber gloved. Rubber gloved and a large black, yeah, black baton. baton. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Thankfully, we do not. That's an off camera. Yeah, <coughs> like you know what's happening, but yeah. like you have to be twisted to know what's happening. <coughs> it's pretty gross. Dude. Yeah. Well, because we we're twisted. So we're we gross. knew. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, we figured it out. I don't think you know. I mean, I watched gross. it with my old man. I don't think my old man caught it. 
Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was just like, oh, man, they beat her up in isolation. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, surely. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all that's happening right Cut now. Cut to next scene. She has no bruises. And I'm right. just like, oh, continuation uh-huh. errors, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to break your child's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, the the tragic character of this film is Lisa. Lisa is a character that comes in through the foster system and, you know, she's... She's, she's a, broken. She's a broken girl, kid. kid. She looks like 12. Yeah. She'd run away from... She, she'd run away from a foster home that was abusive. She lost her brother. All she has is this little bunny and she was, you know, she wanted... I know. And when... Oh, and when Edna sets the bunny on fire... Pablo's like, I hope she fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, honey. Don't yeah. worry. She'll get set on fire, too. Yeah. It's okay. It will be a full karmic bliss. <clears throat> right. So, Lisa Lisa really endures a just a fucking list of things. I mean, you know, she goes out to work detail. She passes out from dehydration and Because they won't give her water. Because they yeah. won't give her water. You know, she gets her bunny burned. She gets thrown in isolation. Uh, and, oh, oh, and then, of course, of course. Yeah. So, while Jenny's, you know, fantasizing about boning Randy, the trucker guy, they find a cat. They find a little kitten. And they decide to give the kitten... To Lisa. <laughs> to Lisa. Because her bunny got Because <clears throat> you know that this kitten is not long for this world. This is it, right? Okay, so they give her the kitten. The kitten seems to survive for a few frames before Edna literally stomps on it. And it kills the kitten. And at this I point... I feel like we should have prepared the audience for what we were about to say. <laughs> Trigger warning like for trigger animals. warning yeah, like, animal <clears throat> abuse. And so. you, like you don't you don't see the squishing, but no, you hear all you, it. All you hear is meow. Yeah, and then like the <laughs> that's stomp, it, dude. That's like it. you know what happened. Right. Kind of like with the baton thing. You know right. what happened. You know, you know. But I'm sorry <laughs> if we just really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not yeah. treating we're not treating this like a laughing matter. No, but. But the kitten dies. The kitten dies, and then at this point, Lisa is done with life. So she climbs the top of the water tower. I'm not really sure if she was gonna jump to begin with. I think, I don't know why she climbed the top of the water tower, but she did. Edna goes after her. She freaks out. She falls backwards and dies. So we lose Lisa, and at this point, the girls decide they're gonna riot, which is... Well, Jenny become not Jenny, Lisa becomes one of Charlie's girls. Oh and yes, truth be told, one of my I, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, really. <laughs> as soon as Lisa walked in, Charlie was just like, "I want you right, on my right, team." Right, right. And I really feel like a lot of this nonsense could have been avoided if Lisa just went Team Charlie right from Rip. Cause and, yeah, and the thing is, like Jenny, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. Hot take coming. Jenny's a fucking stuck-up bitch. Yeah. You know, because she comes in there, she won't make friends with anybody. She tells Lisa not to make friends with anybody. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, they're not, then you're basically, like, condemning her. Because right. she's too weak. She yeah, can't. Yeah, she can't. Make Like, it. make it. Okay, you say you know how to fight. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, um, okay. No, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you're so super cool, Jenny. But, like. Kick someone in your t-shirt dress. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, Charlie had the protection of Edna and the Warren and, like... Everybody. Yeah, everybody. nobody messed with Charlie or no, her girls. exactly. So, yeah. So, T- it would have been very yeah. smart to do that. But right. no. Jenny had to decide that, oh, like, I Yeah, I'm too. gonna, like, protect you and give you a cat. Right. Listen, snob! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn about life behind the iron here. <laughs> so great. So, while Jenny's in solitary confinement one night, getting the shit kicked out of her, Charlie's girls, Charlie and Charlie's girls decide to to kidnap Lisa and make her part of their part of their crew by burning her buttocks, which is it was a fake fake buttocks yes. that was used and you could kind of with a coat hanger, coat hanger and yeah, coat hanger yeah. in a circle and a lighter. Yeah. And so they burn she her. She was branded. Burn her booty for the O um, and Wendy O. Williams. Wait, what's cool is like during that during that scene, and maybe this is just because I'm really disgusting, but the the music that plays during that scene almost sounds like a um, like an old doo wop song. <laughs> it, it is. It's called Love Slave, and it's like it's like It's very like oh, it's like a like a like a doo-wop, we're in a cafe kind of a scene, but then, or song, but then the scene is like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> like, like, we're going to sexually abuse yeah. and brand this poor girl. Yeah, she was fine. Thank you. Yeah, so she... Till, you know, she yeah. jumps off the water tower. Yeah. And then she jumps off the water tower. So anyway, jumping off the water tower, then my favorite scene in the whole movie, yeah. which is the riot. Yeah. Everyone goes bananas. We're breaking glass. We're throwing things. Wendy Williams is throwing beds. Oh, yeah. like, it's, like it's nothing. Like yeah. they're made of Because now that Lisa was gone and she was supposed to be protected by Charlie. Right. Now Charlie's Charlie mad. was all in. Absolutely. Yeah. She's in, man. I think Charlie would have let it go had right. Lisa not. Charlie would have been like, this ain't my fight. I right. live very well. Yeah. In Pride More <laughs> Academy. I'm comfortable and I don't have to have sex with Randy. I am protected. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny is, okay, the scene where Jenny goes to, you know, where, where Jenny's trying to bounce and tries to, you know, have sex with creepy, you know, Billy Squire guy. Charlie, Charlie makes a comment and says, yeah, Jenny's, Jenny's getting out. And they're like, oh, what? And then she goes, don't worry. She won't go far. Yeah. She and knows. it's like, so she knows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, she not, knows Randy is the worst. Worst. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it can't be the first girl that no. Randy had yeah. sex with in the back of a dirty, dirty truck. Ugh. So disgusting. But what I love about the riot scene was that the the girl Carrie, she has like kind of like wavy, wavy hair and she's like sort of like snarky throughout the, the, the movie. The heavier girl. Yeah, the heavier set girl. Mm-hmm. She is eating potato chips. Yeah. And cookies during uh-huh. the riot. And uh-huh. I'm like, bitch, that is my girl. Yeah. Like, I would do that. I would do that. I would absolutely do Like, everyone would be like wrecking shit and I'd be like, I just want to binge eat. Yeah. <laughs> In private, please. Let me just do this. Yeah, I'd be wrecking shit with Charlie, for sure. So, it's a great scene, and it's set to the plasmatics going wild, which is off the Commander of Chaos album, in case anyone wants to find it. It's on Spotify. And and you should. It's FYI. it's such a great song. Yeah. And, and it's fantastic, because they're just, it's just a great, like, you know, wrecking shit kind yeah. of a scene. Yeah, I, like, jumped out of bed, you know? and I'm, like, fist in the air. My old man looks at me and he was like, what are you? And I was like, this song, you're not, like, <laughs> you're not going to take it anymore, babe. Right? And he was like, 
You disappoint me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You're disappointing me. Yeah, I was like, I... So, notable dialogue in this film that I love. Time to put on your fuck you boots and start kicking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they have an understanding. Charlie's under and Edna's standing. Mm. One of those great lines. Just because you're getting, just because you've been here longer, don't mean you ain't get, get you're getting out sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe that is exactly what that means. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so maybe Nikki, maybe Nikki's a little off on that one. Let's see. Time. Oh, oh, your time is double. So is your chin. Yeah. Triple. <laughs> See you in hell, Edna. Uh huh. Is another one. Edna, the party's over. Another one. And so this movie culminates with a giant prison break, and everyone is—it's crazy. There's guns, people die. But what probably the best scene is that Wendy Williams busts out the windshield of a bus. Yep. With her feet. Uh-huh. Climbs on top of the bus while All it is moving. moving. Yeah, she steals the bus. She steals the bus, basically. Yeah. And rides it through fog. Yeah. Okay, and then jumps off of it. And so she said, she was like, I want to do this scene. And they were like, no. No. Like, we have to get a double right. or someone like that. And like, she's like, no, you Absolutely understand. Not. My fans expect me to have this type yeah. of scene. They, they expect this kind of, you know, crazy debauchery and so they said all right well here's what we're gonna do <clears throat> we're gonna do the scene after we wrap that way they told him that way if she gets hurt that's on her right that's not our responsibility <laughs> it's really like oh Hollywood. yeah yeah so so she was able to do the stunt and she did it she did it they said she did it in like one one thing you yeah. know and that most of her dialogue lines and scenes that she did in the movie, she did two takes. Yeah. Max, you know. Yeah, it was such so. a her character. That's, like, literally how I picture her yeah. to, like, just be. Absolutely. I mean, you know, not just, so much branding bitches, but right. just, like, <laughs> yeah, just saying what she thinks when, like, with when that. When it comes up. Yeah. With the same type of aggression, whether it's, yep. like, have a great day! Right. You know, like, <laughs> While eating pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> and Looks seats. like some people order from a different menu. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Jenny. <laughs> we need Reform Squirrel Girls t-shirts that just say Team Charlie on them. Yeah, Team Charlie. Team Charlie. Fuck you, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Jenny sucks. Well, okay, so did you notice this? Because you've seen this movie probably as much as, probably as many times as I have. Did you notice how Jenny develops an accent throughout the film? So when she first starts, and she's in the scene where she's talking to the psychologist, and she's got the cigarette sort of precariously dangling from her fingers, and she's talking, she's like, yeah, you know, my stepfather wanted me to come stay with him, and, you know, I, I got him to stop. Get him to stop. And then, like, the, the psychologist who's super annoying, and she's like, stop, you know, and she's like, you know, liking me so much. You mean she molested, he molested you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, she's got this very, like, she's almost like this very soft-spoken, kind of Ohio-y, like, very Midwest, right? As the movie progresses, she goes straight into, you know, she's like, forget it, Charlie! <laughs> she does! Yes! I never noticed 
missed it till now you've pointed it out, but yeah, no, as soon as you said it, yeah. She goes, she goes like, we're tired of the beatings and the, and the, and the, and the torches and the, and I'm like, what is happening yeah. right now? Right. Pride more in Massachusetts. <laughs> like, the beatings and the How torches. How long was she in there? It's like, yeah. <laughs> the sheets we only wash them once a, a week, week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. okay so shout outs today we have a well we don't have a sponsor but we wish they were our sponsors so this segment is called people we wish were our sponsors and the company we are going to shout out is called cds you want cds you want is a company very local actually seminal based who put out CDs of soundtracks that are not commercially available. So that means soundtracks for things like Real Genius, Secret of My Success, Less Than Zero. I mean, you kind of name it, you go on there and they're only $9.99. All you have to do is go to www.cdsyouwant.com and what's really cool is if you don't see it there, you can send them an email and say, hey, I'd like I want you it. to make this CD for me and make it available, and they will. And we put in a request for Reform School Girls, and we're waiting to hear back. Oh, yeah, no. For I the want. soundtrack to that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, so yes, CDs, <laughs> CDs you want. Is it you, the letter, or spell it out? CDs you, fuck. I think it's Y O U. No, I really do. I think it's C D S Y O U W A N T. Okay. Sorry. I know, I, now yeah. I'm thrown. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't know, is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck you, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in a Google. It'll it'll bring you to the people. CDs you want? Yeah, and, and now I'm sitting there going, is it CDs you want or CDs you like? And I'm like, no, no, no. No, CDs, CDs you, want. you want. It is CDs you want. CDs you want. <laughs> oh Dot com. Dot com. Okay. And Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah that should be our sponsor. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. We can spell that one. Dr. Pepper. So, final thoughts on this. I mean, obviously, it's awesome. It has a great soundtrack. It has a great rebellious, like... Big perky titties throughout the whole movie. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. If you are, you know, indeed as perverted as both myself and Hillary, you will be happy to know this movie is wall-to-wall bush and and boobs. Yeah. Just bush and boobs. Just a lot of... And, like, Randy is the only dude. You should always Uh, avoid Randy, but... (laughs) Yeah, he, he Jenny doesn't, and it's he takes the dark sh- part of the movie. It is the dark part of the movie. Uh-huh. It really is because the 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 shower scene and all the other. Oh, question about this because you've been apparently been to jail. Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, right. Okay. So <laughs> in the shower scene, they're uh-huh. when they're like washing themselves, and they have the thing of baby powder. Uh huh. And they're just dumping baby powder on themselves. Uh-huh. Is that like a a man made this movie and he's stupid and doesn't know how people shower type yeah. thing? Yeah. Or is that like a real thing? No, it was not when I was. Okay. Okay. And yeah. When I was in prison, baby, you could buy baby shower, baby, baby shower. <laughs> you can't 
could not buy a baby shower in prison. But there were questions if you had a baby shower in prison. If you bought baby powder off commissary, you could, you know, then have it and then use it accordingly like after your person. shower. Right, but right? just dumping baby, baby powder, powder on yourself in while the shower. you're showering. I, that was not my experience. Sense. Yeah. It's okay. I thought it was more lice powder, and I was like, they're just delousing themselves now till you saw the bottle of like, baby, oh, and it's I was baby like, powder. I was like, oh. This doesn't make any sense. I don't know what they're doing. This is, just look at the boobs, babe. Well, I, don't, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm like, look, yeah. it's vagina. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So if you get this, if you get this really cool Blu-ray that we got from Vinegar Syndrome, it has tons of extras, tons of interviews, some not so good, but it also has a commentary with Tom DeSimone and, oh, and then the other connection to Friday the 13th is Tom DeSimone's brother, Bob DeSimone, is in Friday the 13th part, eh, five, the new beginning. He's the guy who goes to pick up the waitress at the cafe, and he's snorting lines. Oh, of snorting cocaine. lines! Yep, that's where you need to catch me. And he says, "Snow, snow flurries up my nose." <laughs> that is his brother. Oh, yes. So many connections. I know it's really fun. It's like this big old Friday the Thirteenth, like six degrees. Of yeah, <laughs> six Jason. degrees of a well-known horror movie. Of that's a well-known what we horror film. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why is that not a board game? So. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, see this movie. See this movie. Buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Do, I mean, it's not obviously it's not Citizen Kane, but you know, Citizen Kane's fucking boring. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, you will not be bored. You will. Oh no. No. Absolutely not. Once this movie starts, it it is wall to wall. Well, the first three minutes of how oh, the, Jenny the, gets yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. When you get there, so you got to give five minutes, and then five, and then it's just nothing yeah. but. Titties, underground, dominatrix music, amazing music, Wendy O. Williams, right. hot chicks, mm-hmm. and loser Randy. Yeah. And weird and, and, and yeah. Yeah. And, and kitten stomping, if that's your thing. So, but anyway, it shouldn't it, be. It shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm we're not advocating, we're, we're not advocating kitten stomping. No. That's not happening. Yeah. Nor are we advocating having sex with anyone named Randy. Right. So. And if you are offended by that as a viewer, um, you can at me. <laughs> Says the girl who does not have an Instagram. Well, maybe I'll get one just for <laughs> just those for weirdos. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. And on that note, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming by. Absolutely. I'll be here again. be alive.